superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah, ready? Say, all right, let's go. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What have you learned about Bijan Robinson? He's one of the most mature players I've ever dealt with with this much hype and expectation. They're going to throw it to Bijan out in space, and he made the first guy miss. He'll get to the five and score. Holy smokes. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. As soon as this show is over, uh, Chris Brockman and I stay after class to record the first in-season edition of Overreaction Monday, the podcast. Overreaction Monday, the segment. We just did in hour number two. Uh, Hour one, Chris Long, our friend from Greenlight Pod fame, and uh, now of Inside the NFL on the CW uh, he joined us. If you missed any of that, we re-air right away on the Roku channel, channel 210. Uh, every single day, we're on the air from 12 to 3 Eastern live. It's our second year uh, on that platform today. Starts today. Right on. So happy anniversary to you, Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo. Same to you, T.J. Jefferson, who's uh, oh. still giddy over <laughs> last night's Sunday night I victory. Mean, as he should be. As he should be. The Dallas Cowboys came out of the box throwing hands. Um, <laughs> and tonight, Monday night football between the Bills and the Jets. What an entertaining week one it has been. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Always a pleasure to look down at our six, uh, our six phone lines and see them all lit. That means uh, we want to talk with you and you with us, and that's uh, that's why we're here. It's very exciting. Um, and lots to talk about. There's actually some baseball news to hit later on in this hour. That's still and going some on? NBA, uh, I guess, some Olympic news I to talk about. this morning. Uh, in this hour. You know what, screw it. Let's talk about that here. Um, uh, according to Joe Varden of The Athletic, uh, LeBron must have watched some of the, what, FIBA tournament that just went down? Uh, the World yeah. Cup. The, the World, World Cup. Cup? Yeah, World Cup. And um, and said, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Apparently he, and by the way, um, NBC would second this emotion, I believe. Right. That uh, he wants to play in next year's Paris Olympics. Mm-hmm. And and he's getting the band together. He's apparently calling up uh, Durant. Avengers Assemble, right? <laughs> and he's calling up Steph Curry. Yeah. And he's calling up the A-listers to say, 
Enough's enough. Yeah, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum. Like, let's go. Noah like, Lyles really upset a lot of NBA players, and now, he did. now we're going to go so we're the best. And in again, the world. your point is Noah Lyles, who's the fastest man on earth, saying, "Why would the NBA yeah. call themselves world the, the winners of the NBA finals? Call themselves world champs because yeah. you're just playing America and Canada, and I'm actually going against people from Finland and going against people from around the planet." Finnish guys can't take us. So I'm I'm a world champion. Who are these guys? I don't know if that's what it is. It could just be LeBron thinking oh, this Rich, is it my. Oh, became a big thing. Though. No, I know it became a big thing, but maybe is, you know, part of what you when when you're in a position like mine on this show in this chair in this time slot against the competition that we have, you have to be in the uh, world of reading LeBron's mind. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of us in this industry just want to uh, trash LeBron for clicks. We skip past those people. Nicely done. Hey. But, uh, and he's not the only one. He's not the only one. But if I know, I don't I think I mean, was, I have a contrarian take if you want it. But no, I, I, I honestly think it's LeBron looking at the end game and trying to bring back the dream team type feel like he did the Jordan thing for you know his Bugs Bunny movie (laughs) he did the same thing for many other instances where he wants to have this generation's mantle and mantra of being the Jordan of this generation let's get the dream team together one more time and do it on the Olympic stage in Paris because you shouldn't be losing to the Germans. I mean, the Germans shouldn't have bombed the basketball Pearl Harbor, you know? Definitely. I mean, it's, it's so... Just, I mean, it's just the World Cup. It's not, you know, we I don't know. take it as seriously as the Olympics. Obviously, that team is not going to be the Olympic team. It's You don't think it's a little bit of a God-savior complex? No. I think he... I don't know. Man. How do you get Let me ask you this question. This. No, no, but again, no, no, no. And, and, and I just Only do. I can save USA basketball. I yeah. must play in the Olympics. There how about this? How about this? Really? You, you, guys, didn't, you guys didn't think no, that? I, 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 think I know how you inform yourself on, on LeBron, and I think you've also informed yourself on other athletes that way, and then when you get to meet him, you feel differently. I don't know. Le, this could be LeBron's complex. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. If I could take my family to Paris for three weeks and play and do what I do for a living, I'd do it. You know, and if I could and if I could decide that for myself, I would. I mean, he could go to Paris anytime. But not play basketball in the Olympics and 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 then say this is my last NBA season two. Trips to Saudi and talking about playing basketball over there. I for one will just call it the way I see it and also say I would appreciate that. That would be a blast. I'd like to see them go ahead and beat people 120 to 60. Let's go. Because the alternative kind of stunk. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun. I'm just saying, you know, it just it, it immediately it seemed to me like only I can save. Is it USA possible? Basketball. He's the best no, player he's in not. the world, He's calling too. up Durant and Curry. Yeah, he's calling other guys. He's, he's not the best player in the world. That's the thing. Um, the best player in the world plays for the Greece national team. The best player in the world plays for Slovenia and uh, Serbia. Like... You know what I mean? That's fine, though. It's fine that he's not the best player in the world. Okay, that's true. That's a contrarian point of view. I will just say, I hope he, I hope he does it. And by the way, NBC, so does NBC, who during, who during the forty to nothing destruction last night 
turned to the turn the page to let's talk about the Paris Olympics. Tariko yes. is like it's 23 weeks from now. Oh, by the way, look at Dax's tattoo. <laughs> oh, there's a very nice shot of the Staten Island ferry. I mean, that, that that's what they were doing in the third the quarter last night's game. Awesome. I know that. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, especially you know considering when the picture came out. People, and you said that people just love to trash Dak for, I, I just don't understand no, no. it. So people looked at his leg and the comments were like, what a stupid tattoo. And then you hear the story behind it. It's like, oh, oh it's he, an incredible oh, yeah. story. Stupid now? I like, used it as a shorthand people put to describe tattoos on their arms. Shut up. Out there. I, I, I used that as a, a, um, a shorthand for just how much of a blowout it was. Because if yeah. it was if it was 20 to 20 going into the fourth quarter, you know what we wouldn't have heard about last night? Yeah, none of that. <laughs> they still probably would have brought up the tattoo, though. No, they wouldn't have. Probably they would have brought up the Olympics. <laughs> 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Um, let's... Uh, Let's uh let's do my uh my top five list right oh, here. Yeah. What do we got? What you got, man? I decided. Oh look at oh, that. Oh yeah, there it is. We got the we got the whole setup Such right a great here. Graphic. I found yeah, well done from ago. Smitch. There's my uh my my kind of my national lampoon setup right here. Um, my top five pleasant surprises of week one. Okay, pleasant. Pleasant surprises. Now, pleasant. obviously, if it's pleasant to me, it might not be pleasant to the team against which. The pleasantness happened. Uh, happened. Well, I understand given. it's not pleasant for everybody. <laughs> uh, number five on this list. I'll tell you what, man. Tell you what, man. Tell you what, man. This is a pleasant surprise. The Arizona Cardinals are not tanking. A bad weekend for the Arizona Cardinals or tanking set because <laughs> they went to Washington and gave the commanders all they could handle yeah, and right. had this game in their hands, too. And they they told Sam Howell what it was like to be a National Football League quarterback. There was a a fumble return for a touchdown that the Cardinals put on the board as Sam Howell was doing the proverbial too much deep in his own end. I don't know if it was the bus or they certainly drove themselves yesterday. And and they looked Jonathan Gannon had a week one win in his midst right there and Washington pulled it out and I'll tell you what as well because it didn't look particularly clean on offense and if the Washington commander players thought Eric Bieniemy was too tough coming in look out coming out a week one it's going to be a long week from Eric Bieniemy I believe as Washington gets set to go visit Denver to try and go 2-0 and but the Arizona Cardinals are not tanking. By the way, next up for them are the Giants. Oof. Is that now suddenly a winnable game? I'm just saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is what you. I'm just saying. It, it, it was for the Arizona Cardinals are tanking set. Bad weekend. Pleasant surprise for me. Number four, the San Francisco 49ers doing what they did. Obviously, it's not a surprise to see what they did when I've taken them to go to the Super Bowl. I was uh, pleasantly surprised by them performing well in an early window on the East Coast in a Week One game. I didn't see that one coming. And with McCaffrey doing what he's doing, and with what the defense did, what it's done, and also Purdy looking the way he did. How about A plus Ayuk? How about Brandon Ayuk? Yo, this guy two years ago. Remember, we were thinking he's in the doghouse, and yep. Kyle Shanahan is going to get rid of him, and it's Debo's world. And if only Ayuk could do A, B, and C. How does eight catches for 129 yards and two touchdowns 
pitch you. That'll play. They basically didn't have Debo doing too much yesterday. So if they could keep him fresh and Ayu could go off like that, man, that is a pleasant surprise. Number three on this list. It is not surprising to me that when healthy, Tua Tungo-Vailoa is elite and fun to watch. And this offense is elite and fun to watch when Tua is healthy. But how about Tua Jitsu <laughs> might be working out? How about that? That Teron Armstead is out and Joey Bose is coming at you and Khalil Mack's coming at you. And two is not sacked once. Is it possible that the offense, the way it is schemed, is it possible the way that Tua can get rid of the football, is it possible that his Tua jitsu he took in the non-playing season might just work out for him and the Dolphins? Because I thought, uh uh-oh, you don't have Teron, Teron Armstead, and you got this Charger defense coming at you in week one. Look out. Zero sacks. So kudos to the line in front of him. And then I guess the two ajitsu. By the way, I should trademark that. Number two on this list of the most pleasant surprises of week number one is the return of Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the numbers aren't incredibly impressive they were not 21 of 34 173 yards and two scores but one of them was to mike evans who by the way with the goat the greatest of all time last year had an 11 game streak with no touchdowns and baker's first game as a starter for the bucks he found evans and then he found godwin on a beautiful must-have to win the game and not give the ball back type throw on third down in the final 10-play 39-yard drive of three minutes and 52 seconds to end the game that also featured one of your typical Baker Mayfield-type moments, running around and making throws, and then, of course, him scrambling right on third and three at the Minnesota 43 with 3.39 to go just after They had gotten a field goal, thanks to Baker Mayfield going 10 plays and 38 yards to give them a 2017 lead, and the defense gets Kirk Cousins to go three and out. You get the ball back. It's third and three. If you have to punt it back, you're giving Cousins and the Vikings yet another chance to win at the end of the game, which, by the way, was their trademark last year. Baker around the end scrambles for four yards on third and three, including one of those moments where he gets, he takes the hit, he goes for the sticks, and he gets up, and he does the Baker Mayfield-type stuff that can only be a shot in the arm for the rest of the team. The return of Baker Mayfield for one week? It was great to see. A total pleasant surprise. But number one on this list, this is a no-brainer. The most pleasant surprise of week number one, with all due respect to the 12s in Seattle, was the Cooper Cupless Los Angeles Rams. No Cooper Cup. Nobody thought this was going to happen. But here comes the double barrel action of Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. These are real words I just said into a microphone and meant every word of it. Both of those receivers, 119 yards receiving. Tutu Atwell, who had six catches for 119 yards, second round choice out of Louisville in 2021. Puka Nakua fifth round choice in this year's draft out of BYU. And interestingly enough, 
He's not 28 years old like all rookies from BYU. <laughs> He's just 23 from Provo, Utah. And he had 10 catches for 119 yards on 15 targets. That was the craziest thing to me. So he must not be one of those guys with the phone in his face because Stafford recognized him. <laughs> 334 yards passing for Stafford. Yep. He had no touchdowns, but he was winging it around he with was. abandon, with at will finding his receivers. Kyron Williams, two on the ground. And how about Cam Akers on the ground? Remember, last year, Cam was essentially fired, sent home. Yep. Like, And that relationship was reclaimed and is now significantly important. Sean McVay can coach. Matthew Stafford can throw. Les Snead can draft. These are your Los Angeles Rams. And next weekend, whose house is it? Rams out. Well, say it with conviction because the Niners are coming and they're going to need you guys to keep your damn tickets. (laughs) All right? I work. Because the Niner fans are going to go snap them up. I work. And honestly, I'm not on the payroll. The Rams have earned your attendance. That's, I mean, that's true. They just earned your attendance. That's true. Next weekend, with You're that right. performance, three total yards for the Seahawks prior to their last drive that meant nothing. Just 12 yards of offense for Seattle in the second half. Aaron Donald caused Geno Smith to say the words, oh my God, as he's throwing a pass in the NFL. That was funny. The most pleasant surprise, with all due respect, to Seattle. You think we need one more? Week number one. Oh, all right, we'll get one. Okay. And again, as I said at the top, Uh-oh. as I said at the top, Uh-oh. my pleasant surprise may not be your pleasant surprise. This one, however, is your pleasant surprise Ooh. and my severe disappointment. Chris. We are one game away from the finish of week one, and so oh, no. far, oh, no sign of Einstein. <laughs> not a single sign <laughs> Of Einstein, so maybe his cell reception has been fixed. Brilliant! No sign of Einstein just one week in. Now, he did appear in the last month of the season and then was everywhere during the playoffs. So we got to pace ourselves. (laughs) That is wrong. All right, here's my one. Here's my one more. Oh, you have a real one more? Yeah. Oh, God. That was God. Oh, <laughs> rich. Don't do that to us. <laughs> it may not be your pleasant surprise, and I know it's not your guy's pleasant surprise. Oh. It definitely is. Uh, the Cowboys oh. might be really good in all three phases. So good. I told you. Honestly, settle down just a little bit. If the defense (laughs) and the special teams, if the defense and the special teams didn't do what they did last night, then maybe we'll talk about a couple throws Dak missed and a couple drops to tight ends had. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. By the way, he hit the tight ends right in the hands. He could have had multiple touchdown passes. Of course, he's not going to say that. I'll say it. But the Cowboys, I I, I mean, I, I might have to upgrade good. They might be great in all three phases. The only reason why he's good is because I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look out. This those, takes a nice chunk out of the pile. Those are the pleasant surprises of week number one. Playing the hits. I got to just play a couple. I like that. I mean, we're going to find uh, out soon. Yeah. I and mean, we'll see what the Jets look like tonight, but next week's Cowboys-Jets yeah. game. Oh, oh, baby. The Jets should oh. look good tonight. Uh, honestly, uh, uh, 
they should look good tonight. They should. They've got an MVP quarterback yeah, I mean, with weapons all over the lot. The Bills are bringing in a defense that apparently is going to sit Demar Hamlin tonight. It's a healthy scratch. I yeah. So, so I, I, the, you know, this is a terrific opponent coming in, but the Jets should hold their own. I can you. feel it. They shouldn't look like the Seahawks in the second half. That's for sure. You'd think not. They shouldn't look like the Bears against Green Bay. Or the Bengals. Or name the any, name any of the massively disappointing, shocking, yeah. like yeah. didn't couldn't work, move the ball worth a lick type losers for the lack of people who lost. I shouldn't say that in week one. I mean, this should be, so, you know, 24-23, 27-24, something yeah. like that tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because the Jets' defense last year, look at what they did against the Buffalo Bills last year with Zach Wilson. Yeah. So... And that has only improved that side of the ball. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Phone calls and the baseball news that's out there and so much more getting you set for Monday Night Football in a moment. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. We're still here. This yeah. is great because we have to be and we're <laughs> happy to be. I mean, and so the fact that we get to say that we're still here, it's great. And for those on Roku, if you're noticing um, some of the video that we're rolling going to break, that's, uh, that's our, our set, our new yeah, refurbished set. Looks great. You know, what, we, what you see on camera here, um, if you take um, Chris and TJ, uh, Chris and uh, Mikey over there, um, you could see... A little bit, uh, you could check out a little bit of our new set with the bats hanging on the wall over Mike's right yeah, shoulder. The, the and Eisen Chiefs Yeah, the Eisen Chiefs jersey signed by Mahomes. That's the yep. Chiefs confetti. And confetti, yeah. Uh, from their Super Bowl just this past year. Yep. Uh, then TJ's setup. I mean. Can't really see much. It's, no, you can see much. <laughs> you can see you, TJ. You want us to widen out so you could, what shoes? You, just talk about your shoes. What shoes do you have out there? <laughs> Hold him up. Like Dion. Hold him up. Hold up your shoes. I mean, these I'm are, sorry, but we want to show you, TJ. We want to show you. These are very underrated pairs, Robin, said a pair of Jordan 13s. There you go. Look at that. You there know. you go. That's nice. You know, Cowboys yeah. colors. I had to wear them today. It was That's very what you said, what shoes, what shoes oh, do you have? I'm wearing Cowboys colors too today. Are oh, you already got? Yeah. There we go. Pretty much wearing the same I got the one low golf on today. There you go. Okay. Look at that. Very good. My tan legs. I'm wearing my Birkenstocks today. Here are my Birkenstocks. You are not. Did you ever get those, by the way? One year anniversary was like a couple weeks ago. You never got them? Never did. The Birkenstock Day? Is that one year anniversary today? Was we it, were it was a couple weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Well, I was going through deleting photos. Reeked out. Yeah, that was we one like, of the funniest days weird. we've had. It was weird. Show. Why? Because I wear open-toed shoes, sandals? Yeah, I mean, with, with pants? Like, yeah, dudes shouldn't do that. It's a bad look. <laughs> I mean, even I went away from those stupid things I was wearing. Remember? The kawaii shoes? I, by the way, I can't remember which one of the stupid things you wore that you're referring to. 
The cargo, oh, the cargo yeah. shorts went up on the, went up in the rafters because they were so pants. ripped. Remember like that? Those are great days. Shorts. Great days. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. The desk is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. So let's talk about this, and then we'll take some phone calls. What you want to talk about, Rich? Uh, I want to talk about where is it? I had it up here. Uh, according to Yahoo Sports Japan. Oh, wait, what? what? Yes. Okay, let me look that up. The, uh, the Japanese version of Yahoo Sports is talking about Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Come to Boston, baby. You've heard about him, right? I have. He's going to the Mets. But he, th- he pitches, correct? He's, he's, not, a, he's a pitcher. He's yeah. not, he doesn't hit, but he's, he's a great hit. pitcher. He's a pitcher, yeah. An MLB official has told... Uh, Yahoo Sports Japan that the savior, Yamamoto is the savior in their mind of the New York Yankees. Oh, really? Uh, who, by the way, Jason Dominguez, the Martian, an incredible start for him, only to be cut short by a UCL injury for a non-pitcher. I know, and he's apparently months, out for the next like half year or nine months, months or something. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was, that was but we all know the most famous UCL tear in baseball belongs to Otani. Right. And in this story about Yamamoto, um, that the Yankees are moving to acquire him, quote, the best proof is that GM Cashman, meaning the Yankees general manager, Brian Cashman, personally went to Japan on Yamamoto's scheduled pitching date. The team also fears the risk of luxury taxes. First of all, (laughs) let me just say this about the luxury taxes. Two words for you. Star insurance. Okay? You put a damn patch on one of the most vaunted pieces of clothing in all the sports. Use it or lose it. Get it off if you're not going to use it. Number one. Number two. uh, It's an expensive offer and all that sort of stuff. More expensive than Tanaka was for the Yankees. Blah, 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 blah. He also started, according to this story about the Yankees... It started, started talking about acquiring Otani from the Angels. However, there is information circulating among MLB scouts that, quote, Otani likes the West Coast and is not considering East Coast teams as a transfer target in the first place. Oh, oh no. He's going to be a Seattle mayor. <laughs> or Dodger. Dodger. One sure. place he's not staying appears is here because if you nope. heard the Angels, according to reports, are thinking they could trade Trout too. Well, the report I saw was that if Trout wants it, they are open well, to trading course. him. I mean, he's going back to the Phillies, right? Well, from, I mean, I don't know. He's from, I mean, he's from Why would you want to go? If South he wants Jersey, to be the modern-day Mickey Mantle, we'll take him. From there. Yeah, but he's, he's the modern-day Mickey Mantle. Why doesn't he actually go play where Mickey Mantle played? Which he's, is, you know, if he leaves, not, not the parking Philly. lot across the street. I'm talking about exactly. Yankee Stadium. Really uh... Could you imagine they, they, they lose one in free agency and, and oh. trade the other because the other one says, I want out? Get out of here. Well, Just sell the that, team if you if that happens. Just get out. Just sell the team. He was already thinking about selling the team. Could they be any worse? They could be the Mets. Wow. Wow. We're fighting for the show. That's <laughs> this guy. It's too bad the Yankees got, got tripped up by the Sorry. Brewers. They were no, on such a roll. They were on such a roll. We might uh, pass you in the standings, pal. I apologize, TJ. That was me. Nah, man. We'll talk. I mean, we're, I, we're playing tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's all four. It's a big four game set. Great. For what? 
<laughs> for, for the if we win every game from here on out, we have a we have a dumb and dumb chance. Are you going to watch any of the games? What Yankees Red Sox? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's called multiple televisions in the house. Those games literally don't matter for well, anything. I am going to be locked in on Monday Night Football tonight. Oh, yeah. If that's your question, as you should. And as a matter of fact, I've got work to do tonight. Hey, it's true. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate stations digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner with the call. I'm in the studio all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone fix finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Um... Let's take some phone calls here. Brian in yeah. San Bernardino. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Brian? What's up, Rich? Good morning. What's going on? Dude, I just got back like three hours ago from Seattle to see the game. Oh. I was so impressed with what the Rams did yesterday, man. Very happy. You should be, right? So you went all the way to see. How quiet was it in that building? I mean, it got real quiet and real empty real fast, man. Can you believe the Rams did that? to the Seahawks and the 12s. Can you believe that? That happened yesterday. Football is an amazing sport. It really, really is. Thanks for the call, Brian. Now then, the Niners fans are going to go crazy. They're coming here. They're here. When's the game? What here. time is the game? What do you mean, what, what time mean? is what the game? What do you mean, what time is the game? Like, it's, it's eight in the morning, one, Mike. Is it one, is it, is <laughs> what do you think? I only ask because it could be... Uh, it's not the night game. It's definitely not the night game. Brockman's uh, Patriots of the night game. We're the night, I mean. Against, right, man, the, against the team that just off. I'm gonna go. against the team that I'm just go. torched the turf. Like, 105, 105. The Dolphins. One hundred five. Dolphins. One hundred five. But I may, I may go. Chris, I, the Rams uh, have earned your participation yes. and, and attendance. Rich, I have a child care issue. Pay oh, that man his money. So I've got to make some moves and figure that out. You know what I mean? Get a pair of headphones and bring your boy. No. Okay. <laughs> That is that is a non- that was an option. That is, that is a non-starter. Is that an overreact? Is that overreaction? That is Monday? a non-starter. We went, headphones are not. Cage an and option. I went to a preseason game. Tough to tough to stay focused, right? And in our seat, and especially there weren't as many people there. You know, I got to imagine Sunday will be. I pretty, think you should pretty packed, but you should enjoy the moment with your son that you can. Uh, flip side of it, today, driving Xander to school on the way down here, um, he he was late. A few minutes late. He was going to make me late. Few things in this world upsets me than being made late, even by my own flesh and blood, who I'm we're trying to teach to have some sense of time and timing and clock. He's a teenager. Yeah, okay? I mean, they don't. Right. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. I still. So don't. I was getting upset. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, coordinating producer Mike Hoskins had the unfortunate moment of of me calling him in the middle of all this. I think Mike, you heard <laughs> some of these exchanges. So we were. Despite all that, and a quick stop at Starbucks on the way to school. Is that why you were late? No. Okay. He was late because he was taking his own time. <laughs> on my time, I'm Mr. Han. Like, he wasn't ordering a pizza, but... It's Xander time. So, at any rate, as we were getting to Starbucks, realizing how quick it would be in there because we pre-ordered, and that we would then get to school early, he says to me the following, talk about overreaction Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty well done by the X-Man. Says Xander. Uh, Talk about overreaction Monday. Oh, and he's like, Mom would like that line, right? 
I even said to him, like, even though I was yes. like, I'm like, very good. I appreciate that. Very good. Well done. So take your son when you can before he starts zinging you, is what I'm saying. Whose house, Chris? Whose house? Answer the question. Whose house? Benjamin who, Franklin. Who Run pays the house. most house? <laughs> What? Benjamin Franklin. Uh, yeah. My friend, not a trend. Secondary ticket house. Shane in Ohio, you're on the Rich Eisen Benjamin Show. Franklin. What's, up? What's up, Shane? Hey, Rich, how's it going? What's going on? Hey, man, I just wanted to say there was a play that the Cleveland Browns had yesterday. I don't know if you saw it of Miles Garrett playing basketball. Go for it. So I've never seen anything like it in my life on a football field. Miles Garrett lines up over the center of the Bengals and starts dribbling an invisible basketball through his legs <laughs> and then just rips right up the center. It's all over socials. You can find it. Dude. And I highly recommend you guys see it. He's just an insane, insanely talented individual. And we, we, just, we just need him to stay healthy for a while because he's, I think he's on a path to going to Canton. Do you think? Miles Garrett? Absolutely. I like that. He's a game I, I wrecker. Like He's a game wrecker of the A plus plus variety. Just ask a Bengal fan. Just ask Joe Burrow. Holy cow! Uh, and he is that good. He is better than that good. And thanks for the call, Shane. And Malcolm is cannot... five straight years double digit sacks. No question. He's already you know had one yesterday. Seventy five and a half. No doubt. And we're talking about you know just starting year seven. No doubt. And and, and he, he, he clearly, by that basketball move, proves that in his mind, some of this is child's play. Mm. And for some reason, Jamar Chase would call him an elf? Like, it's an elf? He's an elf. I mean, that's a hell of an elf. That is, he makes a hell of a cookie. That's the biggest elf that. I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It's like, it's if he's an elf, he's an elf like Will Ferrell. Right. Right? Right. Grown-ass man. Sitting on Bob Newhart's lap. <laughs> yeah. But Joe Burrow is Bob Newhart. <laughs> you know? Uh, and so I guess Mr. Garrett would be the James Conn of all that. I don't know. But that's a hell of an elf. Here's Jamar Chase after the game. Um, because we know there's Brownie the elf. That, uh, sure. That's an, a mascot from the... 50s way back way back in the day and the browns fans love it the rest of the nfl world is like okay if you love it that sounds good but it's an elf um and it's it's heresy to make fun of brownie the elf heresy jay felly has an elf tattoo that's true, right? So, well, that's his own doing. Yeah. It's, it's an eyes in the elf. Well, maybe, eyes in the elf. maybe that's eyes what jamar elf. chase was referring to but eyes this was elf. jamar after getting pounded by the Browns' defense yesterday. It's frustrating because I caught elves and we just lost to some elves. So I'm pissed on my part. I'm not. I'm pissed on Allen adding. Um, like I said, man, we got missed opportunities. We didn't capitalize on that, and, and we lost. And that's how we lost. They lost to some elves. Week 18 is the uh, rematch of elves versus Bengals. It was a week one, and then all the way to week, week 18. 18. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Lots of football between now be, and then. That could be for something, you know? You never know. Who knows? But Brownie looks pretty damn mean, and he looked pretty mean yesterday. If they can just basically get what they got on the ground, and Deshaun Watson ran one in. And he didn't look that great throwing the ball. No. But, you I, know. I, but I'll, 
guys, it doesn't matter if the defense is balling out and if they can play ground control and they can play defense, they're going to win more than not in the NFL this year. That is a great way to win. Is it a way to win championships in this day and age? When you got other teams having 466 yards passing and 215 yards receiving just from one combination? Mm, That's not the way you win at all in the league this year. But if you can start putting points on the board significantly, maybe. Or can your defense go and hold that offense like the Dolphins? Like you just did Burrow. Because Burrow is Burrow. And the receivers they just held down, Michael Irvin on game day morning yesterday confirmed in his mind, Higgins, Chase, and Boyd are the best troika at the receiver position in the NFL. And they just held that team to three. And Mixon was doing good stuff, by the way. So maybe just maybe. Next up for Cleveland, you want to talk about really mattering in week two? The Monday night finale at Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Home for Tennessee, home for Baltimore, then a bye. But when San Francisco comes into your house, and if the San Francisco team that comes into your house is the one that came into Pittsburgh's house, you need to do a little bit more than what you saw yesterday, I think. But for the moment, the elves stood pretty damn tall. And you got to give them credit for that because they're 1-0. And so are the Ravens, and the rest of that division is not. Play them as you see them. And, man, they did it again. How do you call Miles Garrett an elf? <laughs> I don't think he specifically I, I, I called. Yeah, winning the D-backs rules. I think that's yeah, what I don't think he, he was, was like, excuse me, to. Mr. Garrett. Yeah, You're no. an elf. You know he's, what I mean? Definitely this just reminds me again of that Looking Marshall Falk story. Him, you know that he was going against the Arizona Cardinals who had Mean Joe Green as a coach at the time. And Arizona (laughs) was yapping at the Rams and he clapped back by yapping back after a big, huge gain on the Cardinals and just went right right down the sideline. And he realized in the middle of his losing it that Mean Joe Green was on a receiving end of a little bit of his clap back (laughs) and he went back and said, not you, Mr. Green. <laughs> My bad. That's so maybe Jamar Chase can go, you're all else, but not you, Mr. Not Garrett. You. Sorry, not you, Miles. Let's take a break. More phone calls, and we'll talk a little bit more about Dolphins and Tua, one of my favorite subjects. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. One game we haven't talked about, uh, the Saints beating the Titans. Oh, I know. No, it wasn't It wasn't a scintillating game, but as you know, the Titans played, you know, take your heart pills and buckle up type games. And Tannehill had that game potentially won multiple times and just didn't look very good. But you have to give the Saints a little bit of tip of the cap. That defense is very good. Derek Carr made the plays he needed to. And he won won his home debut, 300 yards passing. This video of him coming out of the Superdome tunnel is neat stuff. How cool is this? Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) 
And what a moment wow, for that's him, really right? Cool. <laughs> what a moment for him, because again, um, when he when he and the Raiders hit Christmas Day, he had to sit there and wonder what's going on, what's next. Will I have a moment? Will I have this? Will I have that? And that's the moment. You get goosebumps, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. I did. That was really awesome. It gives you a perspective too of what these guys are looking at at a, at a stadium like no that. No wonder they're hyped. Man, that was awesome. Marshall once told me when he came out, I think it was, no, it was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl that they won, that um, he came out so hyped, he he almost passed out. He had to catch his breath. Like, he, he almost, yeah. like, fainted. Oh, I believe it. That you get out of the Super Bowl and you just look up at the stands and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. I, I got to catch my, I got to yeah, sit down for a minute. That's cool. Then you got to go out and pick on uh, the Tennessee Titans. Take your heart pills and buckle up. Next up for the Saints is a Monday nighter at Carolina as well. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. K-Jack in Long Beach. We chatted with him last week to play the Chargers win-loss game. Uh, show us your lightning bolt, K-Jack. What's going on, brother? Uh, man, I've been a, I've been a, I've been, I'm a lifelong Chargers fan, and I keep on seeing these Charger things happening. What it is, Rich, is it, is it, is it Brandon Staley? Or is it charger-like things? Like, what it is? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, the running game looked terrific. Let's put it yeah. that way. I mean, it's not a yes, total loss. I know it's a loss in the column. The running game looked terrific. Um, they, they, they might have a problem sacking the quarterback. Um, and then it's just always one of the mistakes. Some mistakes for some teams don't don't come home to roost. Like Jacksonville made a mistake by, you know, not realizing a play was not over, and then they they it cost them six points, and it didn't matter. Um, and then a mistake that cost them three points at the end of the half that J.C. Jackson just yeah. shoving was at Jalen Waddle. It was in the route. Somebody was in the route. He just shoved somebody who was clearly being overthrown with two seconds left on the clock. Like, what are you doing? And it gave them a spot foul and an opportunity to put three points on the board, and they lost by two. So uh, I, I don't know. And thanks for the call, K-Jack. I mean, that, that's the thing with the Chargers is do you just sit there and go, they've done Charger things again, and Brandon Staley is to blame, and what's going on, and Kellen Moore didn't throw it deep enough? They had enough time to, to win the game, and you kick a field goal, they gave up two bad sacks, and suddenly it's third and 30. What are you supposed to do? Or we'll find out that what the Dolphins did to the Chargers, they're about to do against more than most. Just air it out. Speed, speed, speed. I don't speed. know. Watching the Dolphins offense yesterday, I felt like I was watching an 11-year-old hopped up on a bag of Skittles play Madden. That's what it looked like to me. A video game. Is Tyreek Hill the most uncoverable player in the game right now? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. The answer is yes. With all due respect to Justin Jefferson, he got shut down in the second half yesterday. Tampa took took him out. Um, and who else? Jamar Chase. Can name any other receiver. This guy is uncoverable. The last guy I saw like this was Antonio Brown if I must say, where it's just like, okay, mm. he's, you can't guard him. Or the last guy I saw like this was Tyree Kill on Kansas City. 
Yeah. He's more uncoverable now than he was there. Or maybe there was just more an option they were going to go with Kelsey more, or I, I, I don't know. But, you know, I, I do remember Hill put up, what, 200 yards in the first quarter against Tampa a couple right. years ago yep. in a game that wound up being a rematch for later on. And Tampa won that one. That was the one where Romo at the end of the game, I don't know, Jim, we might see him here. And they oh, we did, yeah. you know, so. But the the trigger man, that's the question. Is he this good? And one game in to this season, the answer has to be, has to be, yes. Tua yeah. is this good because what he did yesterday, not just how he did it, it's the against whom he did it. Because I'm not just talking about Bosa and Mac and J.C. Jackson and Derwin James. I'm talking about the guy who was drafted behind him. And everybody has spent every single day between that day and this one or yesterday saying the Dolphins took the wrong guy. Some highly knowledgeable and well-known evaluators are like, how in the world can you just eye test Tua looking the way he looks and Herbert looking the way he looks, height, weight, speed, all of it, and say Tua is the one to take in professional football over Justin Herbert. Heard that multiple times. And with Herbert in the building, he wings it for the fourth most passing yards In the history of week one football, 466 yards, 215 of them to Tyreek Hill. Tua, after the game about doing it against Justin Herbert, had this to say. I don't look at it as, hey, I'm I'm competing to be better than than, uh, this person, better than that person. My job is plain and simple, and it's to help our guys win a football game and help our guys or help lead our team to where we want to go to. And that's the Super Bowl. So um, I, I don't look at it, you know, in, in that sense. And I don't look at it as uh, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that. We're all different uh, players. Joe plays different than the way I play. Uh, Jay Herb, he plays different than the way I play. And so you, you take it for what it is. And you're not playing against them. You're playing against their defense. He just he just won't be salty. He just won't be salty. I told you all. Go all the way. I told you all, I don't know about you, but that looked like money, right? <laughs> I can't go all the way because it looked like money. It looked like money that Herbert got, but I only got a fifth year option. That's all I got. He could I don't do know that about you, but that looked like money. He could do that. It'd be great, but it's maybe it's not in him. So maybe I should oh, just no. rely. Maybe I should just rely on the guy who clearly knows him pretty damn well because he's the one who FaceTimed him on a plane ride. On Air Ross, after he was hired, and everybody thinks, well, he's going to get rid of this guy because he knows quarterbacks and he knows the system from Shanahan, and he'll know that this guy's less than. He's going to have to get a different guy. He's not going to go with Tua, and he has. Mike McDaniel on coaching Tua and what he tells him to do after the game. Literally, it's the easiest, most layup coaching point of all time. Continue to do what you're doing. <laughs> but honestly, that's where he's at, where he is not um, – he, he is tough-minded enough and accountable enough 
that he puts probably even more than he should on his own shoulders, has very high standards for himself, um, and wants to continue to grow and get better. So with that relentless approach and then that consistent understanding of I love this you know, <laughs> who you have to be on a day-to-day basis if you want to be a, um, a big-time quarterback on a big-time team, which I know is the way he looks at it, then the cost is real, and I want him to keep um, paying uh, that cost at, at whatever comes comes across his plate. He's he's as coachable of as any player that I've ever been around in my life. So I want him to keep doing that. <laughs> so I want to keep I want to keep doing that. Keep and then one that. last myth that he's busted up, and he should be busted up, is that boy oh boy is Tyreek Hill gonna be missing Patrick Mahomes. He's he's made a he made a big mistake forcing his way out. And I know you're already you're already shaking your head like maybe I'm an overreaction. No, right no, now. no, 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 no. I, okay. I think it's the other way around. I think Mahomes went to bed last night thinking, "Where's he? I Where really, is I he? really need that dude I know. right now." Didn't happen last year though. One weekend, maybe he's sitting there thinking that this year. Yeah, but as Kadarius Tony is apparently trolling Giants fans, like, hey, it's like he can, didn't just have it, the worst wide receiver is game there ever. A room you can read, <laughs> sir. But in all seriousness, here's Tyree Kill after the game yesterday, talking about Tua. Bro, Tua is a baller, bro. I've been I've been saying this since last year. You know, um, I've been an advocate, you know, for him, um, and like he definitely showed it today. You know, even during halftime, you know, he was able to come in, you know, get guys going a little bit and even on the sideline with me, he's like, "Hey, Cheetah, let's get it, baby." Um big time moment, big time players made big time plays. So he 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 kind of, you know, leaned on me a little bit towards the end and you know, I I I mean, that just made more targets for me though, and I kind of enjoyed that. So the throw he threw to Hill for the touchdown was that over JC Jackson, right? I mean, just where you couldn't see Hill behind the defender. And, and the ball was just uh, it just kept going and yeah. so accurate, so beautiful. Yep. Next up is New England, which, as you know, does in pay in in Gillette. It can confuse people, and you're that's where offenses go to die. And I, I can't wait. The vaunted Belichick takes away the one thing you do best. Yeah, good luck. We got triple team to uh, Tyreek Hill. I can't wait to see how they handle it. <laughs> Got a good defense. Got to get pressure. Got to move him off the spot. Got to do what we did to Hurts yesterday. Keep him moving. To see it because in this copycat league, everyone's going to be eyes on him because eyes on Chargers. No one's copycatting that, man. 466 in the air, 215 for one guy alone who is unguardable, unstoppable, period, end of story. And the run game has got lanes for days to run it. And they didn't have Devin Achain, their kid that they drafted, that apparently they like so much, they didn't pay Dalvin Cook to join the group. What a performance. Guys, in the history of of the NFL, three times a receiver has had 10-plus catches, 200-plus yards, and two touchdowns in a game. Tyreek Hill has done it all three times. How about them apples? the only one. Great show, everybody. Fun times. Monday Night Football tonight. I think we'll talk about it tomorrow. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing tonight. I'll be on the microphone for Westwood One Radio. I want to thank Chris Long of joining this show and you for calling in. For those who didn't get to, please call back tomorrow. We'll chat Tuesday on The Rich Eisen Show. We'll finish on Roku in a sec.